Hey, are you fart knockers trying to steal our oil? No, but we fixed your sewage leak. Uh, sewage? That doesn't come out of the ground, dumbass. It comes from, like, toilets and stuff. No, it doesn't. <clears throat> it comes out of your ass, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Ron's in the money. Ron's, Ron's in, in the, the money. money. And welcome to episode 51, dun, 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 dun. Anxiety. Yes. Mel Brooks's take on uh, all the Hitchcock movies. Not bad. Not great, but not bad. Never seen it. Fail. <laughs> Who's in it? Oh, everyone. Uh, Dom DeLuise. All the regulars. All the regulars you usually see from all of his movies. All right. Very good cast. But, Ron. Yes. How are you doing today? I'm doing just peachy. So, are we going to go over Pintastic? Pintastic? What's that? That was a tournament slash pinball get-together gathering in Massachusetts this past weekend. I think it was more of a show with a tournament part of it, but yeah. Not for us. Not for us. <laughs> Not for us. Yeah, I didn't really spend that much time in the free play area, I must admit. Yeah, I did a little bit, but that was about it. Well, we did have to defend against a challenger. We, yeah, we had a challenger, the uh, the Slam Tilt Challenge, which we we're 3-0. and Now we are? 4-0. and Yeah, who challenged us? Z- our own Zach. Our own Zach. We are undefeated. We are undefeated. Uh, Ron took him in four games. I had to go to the, the rubber match in game five, but I handily defeated him in the final game. What was it, like 3 million to 200,000? Yeah, something like that. And I, I, and high speed. Yeah, and someone had like a billion in Congo. I don't yep. know who that could be. I don't know who that was. Maybe uh, you? Maybe me, yeah. That could have been me. That could have been me. So what do you think of the show? Good and bad. Oh, boy. Typical Bruce. Okay. Well, I bring the good and the bad. Cause I've got, we've both been to many shows. Mm-hmm. I see the good. I take the bad. I take them both in there. You have the facts of life. I only went Friday. I left Friday, uh, Saturday morning early. The good part about when I was there Friday, well, the funny part was when we first got there, we got the, we, there was no line for Star Wars. There was no line for Star Wars. They had two of them. There was two of them, and they had no lines for either of them. Because they didn't ship the data card until that day. Whoops. Well, the reason I think the reason why they did it is because they wanted to make sure that no one could play the game. And maybe they gave them the newer code. Who knows? I don't wasn't involved with that. But about 12 o'clock, the game's powered up, and we got to play them. But what I didn't like about the show was, you know, this year they put games in the vendor hall. Which made it really loud with the tournament games or anything else in there. Plus, all the good games, which I guess were Gabe's, were in that hall. And when you went to the other free play area, there was vendors in there that were kind of like stuck in there. Just I don't. I just didn't have a. Wait, wait you're you're, con- you're confusing me. So, so they had vendors in the free play room. Yes. Where? On along the walls, on the outer walls, like last year where. Uh, where Lights, Camera, Action was, there was three vendors there. Oh, all right. And it just didn't feel cohesive. It didn't feel like it was all together. You're like, oh, yes, there's vendors in this hall. And, oh, I forgot about these vendors, but, you know, they all were just, you know, forgotten, I think, themselves. And I just didn't feel like a all-together thing. Other than that, the outside door area, I did get some parts picked up a uh, used Stern Playfield. I picked up my Transformer. And I picked up a used Stern coin door for the Quicksilver. About the Star Wars thing, it, it wasn't just that fantastic either. I was reading, I guess, some other arrivals. It, it was the same deal. They yeah. didn't have the card. So I bless you today. That was their way of blocking it. Bli- but blocking what? Like, when did they send the games out? Well, a week ago, probably. All right. You, don't get, you know, um, so 
Okay. I guess that makes so, sense. The selection of games were good. Most of the games play good. They do have a power issue in that free play room. They have a power issue in the free play room. Because you, you would play like, it had like a gorgeous Star Trek, a Bally Star Trek. Yep. And a, uh, is it Strikes and Spares or Spares and Strikes? I never say it. Strikes right. and Spares. Strikes and Spares, like a Bally Strikes and Spares. Just gorgeous. And, and, and the flippers were a little on the weak side. And you know, just as good as that game looked, there's no way they were like that. No. So, it, yeah, it was a little bit of a power issue. I mean, it is it is like a, it is an older hotel. Yeah, it is. It is. But the games played well. The tournament went really well. I didn't see, you know, I didn't. Did you buy anything from anybody at the vendors or anything? Ah, uh, I did not. Okay, so, but you did buy a shirt from Gabe. You bought the. Uh, I bought the shirt. I bought the Zombie Eddie shirt. Yeah. Had, had to buy the, and a poster. I'm trying to think what else about the show. I know they had issues with the. They did the VIP thing. Well, they had two VIP things. They have the VIP thing that if you're staying at the hotel. Yes, you get the dinner and lunch. You or get whatever. the dinner. It, yeah, it's supposed to be at like 10 o'clock, and they bring all this food in, and you get that. And they've been doing that all three since years. Since the beginning, yeah. Yeah, since the beginning. Then they had the Uber VIP area where it had like you know a bunch of high-end games that mm-hmm. you could go in, and it was open like 24 hours type deal. I know they, they had an issue with the VIP area, the, the the food thing, where people... Even though it opened at 10, people were in line at like 9.30, and they would come in there, and, and they would get like, you know, three slices of pizza and like 20 ribs and just put it all on one plate, like for one person. <laughs> just, you know. So they were they ran out of food, like oh, before God. the line was even out. So I think Gabe ended up ordering like 50 pizzas and having them brought in. Yikes. That's not good. But, yeah, it's one of those deals. It's like you, you try to do a nice thing. And people abuse and it. And people abuse it. So Friday for me was good. I left Friday, uh, Saturday morning early. I got back home around 12, and I did my yard work and everything I had to do because I next week I'm going to be busy with something else. Hint, hint, wink, wink. So how was Saturday for you, Ron? You peer pressured me into one play. I didn't peer pressure you at all. You told me you peer pressured me into paying for you to play Viper. Yes, but I did good in Viper. Not great, but not bad. <sighs> uh, actually, if you go to... Tim Balls' Twitch feed, twitch.tv slash Tim Balls. He has the entire, he filmed all the qualifying and the uh, the finals. And you can even see the Slam Tilt crew together doing yes, commentary on commentary. Friday. Yes, we yes, did. Yes, we it did. Fun. Part of me wish I did stay Saturday because I would have commentated more. Watched my two friends make it into the uh, top 24. Yeah, and somehow I ended up doing the commentary on the finals. That was weird. Well, that's good, though. You did a good job. So they were doing the, I guess you can't really call it Papa style anymore, but the, the old Papa style format where it's entry-based. Yes. So you play five games, and you got to have five good games. And it's 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 the same way. I think they, yeah, it, they did it's it that way. the three years. Yeah, yes. It's the same same format. Um, and a lot of the same games they bring because it's the Sanctum runs it. Yes. And I'm always happy when they bring the Medusa. Yes, I did really well in the Medusa. Me and the Medusa get along. We always have. Yeah, me too. I only played, it was like $10 an entry. I only did like four entries. I did two on Friday and two on Saturday. The two I did on Friday, my second entry, I was in, I don't know, 15th place, something like that. And I knew that wouldn't hold. So Saturday, I played, I played one entry of like totally different games trying to knock other people down. And that went nowhere. So, and I kept bleeding. I got down to like 21st place, 22nd place, and I definitely was not going to make it. So I, I played the one more entry, and I got to a point where my final game was on Dirty Harry, and I, and I calculated I needed like $400 million to get in, because there's only like an hour left, I think, in qualifying. And I got, uh, I got like $1.2 billion. I had over $400 million like after the first multiball. So it was all, all gravy after that. And you qualified... 12th or 13th. 12th 12th or 13th, something like that. Yep. And our own Eric Russell was right behind you. Yes, he was. We both made it. And, of course, Tim. Tim, you know he's going to make it. He's he's playing more for the bye. Yep. And Steve Bowden made it. Of course he did. Eric Stone and a couple other, uh, Alberto and Zen and Levy and a lot of our local players who are good at most of them going to be at Stomp. 
In the first round, I won uh, 3-0 against uh, Lucas, Lucas Nelson. Okay. So then I got to play Levy. Yeah, I played Levy last year. Yeah. So I don't think I ever beat him before, but I won. I beat him 3-1. Because nice. it's, it's, you play uh, three, out of, three out of five. Yes. So beat him on, I'm trying to remember what we, what we played. I know we played, I beat him on Medusa and uh, Bow and Arrow and um, Demo Man. He beat me on Dialed In. Okay. So then, then I faced Eric Stone. Well, you almost faced Eric Russell. If Eric Russell was able to beat Eric Stone, which he unfortunately didn't, he lost to him 3-1, and Eric actually posted right afterwards saying, the better Eric won. Yeah, Eric Stone had 3 million on Scorpion. Yeah. Which was ridiculous. Yeah, wow. It was ridiculous. So, And I played decent, but uh, that dude was on another level. I mean, he had like a million on Scorpion. He had um, on, we finished on Dirty Harry. Now, on my my first first round, when I played Lucas, I had two billion on Dirty Harry. Okay, which is a grand grand champion score. So Eric Stone against me had two point two billion. Ooh, so boy. Not, not only beating me, which I had 700 million, not that bad, but uh, he took away my grand champion score. So just double, double pain. Bum, bum, ba, dum. Then Eric went, uh, went on to face uh, Timmy. Yep. And they had a controversial game on Harley Davidson, where basically the game malfunctioned. 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 Harley-Davidson is one of those System 11 games you can steal locks on. Yes. And Eric Stone locked the ball. And when Tim was up, there's, there's, two, there's two saucers to lock balls on. There's one on the left where you, where you lock the first one. And then, a, then the one on the right will lock or light up. And then you lock it, and it starts a two-ball multi-ball. Okay. okay. Or a three-ball, whatever the hell it is. What's supposed to happen is Eric... Locked a ball and then he drained. So there's a ball there. So when Tim's up, the the right saucer should be lit for multi ball for a yes. steal. Instead, the left saucer was lit, even though there was already a ball in it. <laughs> there was no way to get a ball in there because there was a ball in there. So they had him play out. He drained and then they spent the next five minutes trying to replicate what happened and they could not. So they gave him a consolation ball. Tim, mm. and he still he couldn't come back, so Eric won, and then ended up in a fairly exciting uh, matchup between him and Phil Birnbaum from Canada. A and they, a, and um, they had a situation also on Harley Davidson <laughs> <laughs> where Phil could have won. He he was player two, and they had. They had extra balls on, but they were doing a thing like in qualifying, you played the extra balls, but in the uh, the finals, you plunged them. Mm-hmm. So he finished behind Eric after his third ball, but he had an extra ball. Oh. And if he had plunged it hard into the pop bumpers, he would have won. Instead, he soft plunged and he lost. Oh. And, and by win, I mean he would have won the tournament. Oh. So again, you can go to Tim Ball's channel and watch that. You can hear uh, Steve Bowden's insightful commentary. On, hi, Steve. Uh, hi, Steve. On people's poor math skills. What do you mean? Well, well, when they were counting up the bonus, everyone's there. He's going to catch him. He's going to catch him. Steve's there. No, he's not. Walter, <laughs> he's like, it looks like we have uh, issues with math here. But then, yeah, if he had just hard plunged, it, I guess if he hit one pop bumper, it was would have been like we're fifty thousand, and that would have been enough. Like with uh. the rest of the bonus and stuff he had. So. That was unfortunate. So congratulations to Eric Stone. Congratulations to Eric. And it shows even on a game like Harley-Davidson, it really pays to know the rules, I guess. Yes. It blows me away that and it, people would real, you know, know how much a pop-upper is worth. I have a long ways to go in that category. Well, not really. I just don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I can't be that into it. I'm sorry. So for you, how was the show for you besides that? I didn't play anything else, do anything else. <laughs> oh, it was fine with me. Okay. Good show, as far as I'm concerned. 
Yeah, I got like $160. Yep. Yay. Always be cash. I'm in the money. I'm in the money. I'm money. And I'll probably get enough points to actually have this count. You might even be in the Massachusetts running. Ooh, no. That's doubtful. Not with all the leagues they have. Yeah. Well, I felt good because uh, Timmy finished third like I did last year. So that was kind of cool. I was rooting. You wonder, I was hoping you guys were going to be up on the high side, which was good time. I Trust me, I missed playing in it, but it actually was kind of nice sitting there watching you guys all go, oh, I did crappy in this game. Oh, I did crappy in this game. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> I actually enjoyed myself. Yes, you did. But we got to play something else that same, the first night. And what was that? Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. So I guess going by that sound, Ron did not like it too much. Uh, here's the deal. Number one, I don't even care about the pro. It's so stripped down, I, I don't care. I want to play the premium. Okay. I, I, have no, I have no interest. But didn't you get a tease from it? Okay. It's fast as fuck. Yes, it is. As you would anticipate, Flow City. So mm-hmm. you know, you know, Bruce is gonna like it. Smooth shots. It's it's like it's like no fear. It's basically it is no fear. They they put pop uppers in it, but they're in the back and they hardly ever get hit. It's it's just it, the the whole software. You choose your character, choose this, choose that, do this. All this crazy multiplier, Very all this multiplier bullshit, and all this crap. I just I just. It just loses me. I have no interest. None. Zero. And the funny thing, I'm not alone. I think Josh Sharp. Because Josh Sharp, who was on Coast to Coast Pinball, he came around and said he thinks they're getting a little too complicated. Yeah. This is Josh Sharp saying that. If he's thinking they're getting a little too complicated, they're getting too complicated. I mean, I felt like this was another just Game of Thrones crap and all the houses and all this other stuff. So I, I know, like, Tim will love it. I'm sure, like, probably Steve Bowden will love it. To me, it's just like, it's so over my head. It's just like, I I don't want to have to think that much. I'm playing a damn pinball machine. It was, now, I liked it. It was fast. I didn't mind the scoring. The scoring is way. The scoring's ridiculous. The bonus is like five times your actual score. It was, I agree. But I did, did you notice like on the display, in that when you're looking at the cockpit, the pop bumpers were your upper part of the display. So when your pop bumpers, when your ball was in the pop bumpers, you know how it usually used to be in the old, like the the Ghostbuster would pop up the three squares, the match. It was actually on the display, the top part of the cockpit line, and you can see him bouncing there. And whenever the pop bumper got hit, you would even try to match the three again there. You just want to say cockpit. Cockpit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So what you're saying but, is the whole uh, who done it pop bumper thing is really getting a workout. He, like, yeah, it is. Dwight really likes to use that. He does. He loves it. But at least it was integrated nice in the thing. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Okay. But I, as you also said, I want to see the premium. I want to see the getaway. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the supercharger. Yes. But I, I, I did like when you drained. It's Yoda says, you know, do or do not. There do is not. no try. The sounds get you. Oh, yeah. It's got it's got the stuff it's supposed to have in it. It has the actual music, all the calls. Uh, it has some really bad custom call-outs. And spelling? Spelling. What was wrong with the spelling? Tattooing. Is it spelled wrong on the play field or on the uh, display? No, in display. So they'll fix that. But it was just funny to see that. Uh, I felt like when I was hearing the jackpot calls, it sounded like the um, the guy was impersonating uh, Sean Connery from IJ (laughs) Four. Jackpot! Like what? Who is this? Who is he even supposed to be? I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I didn't understand that. I mean, they couldn't get Mark Hamill. He does everything else. Why would he not do that? Money, money, so, uh, money. He can't be that expensive. He does too many things. Come on. Money, he could, he money. He could have done his Joker voice. It would have been great. I agree, but they didn't. So guess what? We got to deal with it. And the artwork. I mean, the artwork uh, I mean, was the, pretty cheesy. Yeah, I mean, they're stuck with, you know, it, it's. I blame Lucas film more than that. I mean, they have to use what they give them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they weren't going to let them do a nice custom art package. But I, I just I, when I saw the artwork, I'm just thinking Sega. <laughs> and then when you see the side art, it was really not as well as the other ones have been in the past. No, so. it wasn't. I, poor, poor, poor Steve. He, he gets he just gets 
saddle with these worst art packages. I know. I mean, what's the, what's the last Steve Ritchie game that had good art? Mm. There's a good question. Hmm. I mean, let, let's let's go over them. This is a fun exercise. You got Star Wars crap. You got Game of Thrones crap. Mm-hmm. Star Trek I liked, but nobody. I liked the LE. Yeah. Okay. The LE it, it's passable, but again, yes. nothing to write home about. Twenty four. Uh, well, he did something before Star Trek, didn't he? ACDC. ACDC. Which yeah. is just Photoshop crap. Yep. Yep. Um, 24, terrible. Yep. Elvis. Elvis, I... No, okay. You, before, uh, I actually... World Poker Tour. Well, oh, yeah, World Poker Tour, terrible. terrible. Elvis? Elvis eh. okay. It's okay. It's, it's got a lot of pink. I mean, it's got the Photoshopped Elvis on it, yeah. but... Terminator 3. Crap. Eh. Crap. No fear, crap. I don't no, know, like... no fear is good. Oh. There you go. No fear is the last Steve Ritchie game with Gar work. Yeah, I don't buy that one. Oh yeah, the artwork is awesome. It totally fits the theme. Very colorful. I don't like it. So for our listeners, write us in at slamtillpodcast at gmail dot com and tell us what you think the last Steve Ritchie game that had decent artwork was. Oh my. Oh my. I'm going with No Fear. I'm going home. I'm actually going back to. I'm going to IPDB right now. No, no, I'm going there. You don't need to go there. I can tell you all his games. Before that would have been Star Trek Next Gen. Which I think is great. Which is good. Yep. That's a good art package. Again, it's the faces, but it is all hand-drawn. It looks good. That was good. And the play field's good, too. Everything's good on the play field, too. Before that is Getaway. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Getaway. Getaway. I like Getaway. Getaway is inconsistent. They had, like, the play field is done by one guy. And in there, the guy, the, the main dude in the car is, like, blonde. And then on the back glass, it's done by another artist, and it's Steve Ritchie in the car. And then in the DMD, it's like some guy with a crew cut in the car. <laughs> kind of inconsistent with um, the graphics package. Oh, we forgot one. Spider-Man. Yeah, that wasn't, nah. I actually don't mind Spider-Man. Too much Photoshop. Let's see, Terminator 2. Terminator 2 is okay, especially the, the, the translate is excellent. Even though it's yeah. the big face, everyone knows that translate. Roller games? Ugh. Yeah. No. Black Knight 1000? That's good. Yeah, mm, eh, it's okay. The back glass is the best part. The play field? Nah. So I have to say Next Generation for me. Okay. Or Star Trek DLE. So what else do we got here? So yeah, that's that was my opinion on Star Trek. I mean, Star Trek. Star Wars. So we are both got to wait for the premium. I want to play the premium. I want to yes, see so the I. supercharger in action. Yes. And if it's good, what would you do then? Would you say, ooh, maybe, or no, would you say, nah. I, I'll say it flows great, but I don't understand any of the rules, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to take time to learn them, and if it's in a tournament, I guess I'm losing. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I guess that's why I'll never be a top-notch tournament player. Oh, my. I, yeah. So, uh, we go with some news now? News, news, a piece of news. Piece of news. Highway uh, released a picture on Friday stating that they're building games again, not a big quantity or anything like that. And uh, they stated that if you have requested a refund, hopefully you've heard back for them. And that, you know, hopefully you're staying with the game and look, we're going to try to make these games and keep going through it and produce you your alien. And what do you think? I just, whatever I see these posts from either them or Dutch, I think of the Peanuts character, the teacher. It's all BS. I don't give a crap. Until you actually ship a lot of games, it's just wah, 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 wah. <laughs> It really is. Like, I understand that they're trying to change their appearance with, hey, look, we're trying to be more open and more pop, you know, more, you know, talkative about this. At least Highway is one up on Dutch. Highway can produce the game. Yeah, they actually, yeah, they can actually produce the game. They're not having another company doing it yeah. for them. Well, the people don't realize how much Dutch is in the hole. Dutch is going to be totally screwed because everyone's saying, oh, look, they're going to get a new manufacturer. Look, it'll take them time, but they'll be able to make the parts. Bull. Three reasons why. One, they cannot copy one thing that ARA has designed and made. 
Because as soon as they do, ARA is going to say, wait, I'm going to sue you, cease and desist. So that means they got to make the whole, all the mechs, the bowling alley thing all done, all the board sets, everything has to be done differently. And nothing copying the old ones. Because if ARA designed them as everyone's been saying they designed them, and Dutch Pinball can't, you know, you know, they're saying, oh, yeah, it's our design too. No, it's not. ARA designed them. That means they have the rights to it. So that game is never going to get produced. Sorry, guys. You heard it here. You're going to hear it from me all the time. As soon as they try to use one piece of the old design, if I was the company ARA, I'd say, Guess what, guys? Cease and desist. You're using a thing that's been designed by okay, us. Okay, that's reason number one. Number two, the time. The the time is not going to happen. Are you going to wait another two years for them to actually design stuff and then give you your pinball machine and waste and bleed more of your money? Uh, um, um, no. <laughs> well, not my money and not your money either, no. but the people who still listen, get on a lawyer. Sorry. I would be doing that so fast. And people are saying, oh, that's not right. You know, we all want to get our game. You're not going to get your game. You watch. In six months, they're going to say, boy, this didn't work out either. And sorry, our dream can't be made. Guess what? I'm not financing your dream. You need to finance your dream. Number three, you still have the problem with the 40 games at ARA. Now, supposedly, ARA can't sell them. But neither can Dutch because they don't own them. You watch. Eventually, these machines will somehow get out. And when they do, it's either going to be one of two things. Holy crap, they're going to be a lot of money. Or if Dutch, by chance, makes machines, they're going to maybe be worth nothing to ARA. But I think they'll be worth a lot of money because I don't see Dutch making anything. You heard it here first. It's the truth. What do you feel about that? Uh, I was in manufacturing, and it sucks. I can't see them making anything. I mean, at least Highway has the facilities. Yes. And, and they actually have games like that are theirs. And designed by them. Yeah, and designed by them, and the licenses through them and all that. Yep. So at least it's just a matter of having enough money to put the things together. With Dutch, I mean, they have this bizarre situation where another company is actually building them and has them. And designed them. And designed them, which I don't think anyone knew that. Mm-hmm. They, they des- ARA manuf- manufactured the bowling alley. They even said that in one of, their, uh, one of the expo things. And the board sets. So right then and there, you're SOL. Now you have the Williams Mex in there and everything like that. They can't, you know, you can use that stuff. But all the tooling and all the other stuff, oh my god. They're going to bleed money. So needless to say, I think you have a better chance of getting an alien. So hopefully Ed Zeldman gets his alien. Hi, Ed. Hi, Ed. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just BS. Every time you see these weekly updates, I just get so frustrated. Like, really? Stop it. Stop your crap. Do we have any positive news? Coast to Coast Pinball is back. You talked about it before with our buddy Josh. And Josh was on there. So he's already already like two episodes, like boom, boom. Boom, boom. So it's nice to see Nate back. Congratulations, Nate. Welcome back. Again, we said it last episode. We're going to say it again. Uh, Something's going on this weekend. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. George Takei may be there. It will be the Stomp Tournament, the Slam Tilt Oh My Pinball Tournament. That will be occurring this Saturday. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. You're counting how much money we're giving out? 20. <laughs> 28 players already signed up. Yep. Including some top 100. We have a lot of top 100 players there. So don't be discouraged by that. Because guess what? You want to play the best. Plus, uh, it's not all Stearns, man. And it's all no. random game selection. Yep. They're not going to get to pick games. Nope. It's going to be and, great. And some of those sterns are set up pretty dang hard. Yes, they are. So I put another video out there. Yes, the, it's on the our final lineup. See all the 
beautiful games ready to go, ready to kick ass. Yep. I'm going to post a picture right now on there. Ooh. Of my star score today. Oh, and what did you have today, Bruce? Uh, I will, hold on. I'm going to post it right now. Okay. So, you can actually, so Ron can see it live. I can actually see it live. Actually. Actually. I'm going to put it on the stomp, actually. The stomp, actually. All right. I'm on the stomp, actually. Okay. And. Hold on. Where is it? I don't see it. God. Are we there yet? Wall buster. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Where is it? I'm reloading. Reloading. Got my 400K. There you go. (laughs) With the same settings? You know me. So you had the glass off? Nope. You said I know you. Look at that. Add the two scores up and I got the 400. Oh, that's lame. No, but I did get 343 or 342. Come on, Bruce. That's bad. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that's but I did terrible. get the high score on my machine. Yes. So that's going to be this week, this Saturday. Yep. That's the $100 challenge. Anybody who gets. 400k on stars. on stars gets a fresh crisp hundred dollar bill, and anyone who gets a million on big game gets a crisp twenty dollar bill. Yep. And it starts. The tournament starts at two. I'm probably going to open up the doors. I'm figuring at twelve. Yeah. So if people want to get hours of practice, go for it. Yes. I feel like I should be more of a hype machine. Come on! Come on! Come on! It's the exciting stomp tournament. Get ready to get stomped. You're going to play some kick-ass games. I, me, Zach, and Ron all tested them. And Quicksilver's now 100%, according to Ron today. You have your displays now in, now too. Ron's mm-hmm. got a nice little, nice little thing to test people out with, too. Oh, what's that? With the extra display I gave you. The extra display you gave me. What happened when I gave you that fourth display? Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was funny. Yeah, Bruce gave me some displays. Well, two that worked and two that are broken. Mm-hmm. And the one that's one of the ones that's broken does a cool thing. If you put it in your game, it won't boot. Yes, it's awesome. And I I, I was thinking that would be great for some kind of troubleshooting thing. You know, if you had like a class, it's like okay, students, this game will not boot. You need to find out why. And see yeah, how that hard that cool. would be for them to uh, figure that out. And I did get, uh, you told me that the uh, middle bracket was broken on the Quicksilver. I got one coming on for that also. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, You got one oh. of those? Yep. Where'd you get that from? On eBay. Oh. You Nine ninety nine. Really? Yep, all the brackets for all the whole uh, ball uh, lane, including the lane guide and everything. Of course, you realize that's... On your Galaxy Playfield. No, it's not broken. Oh, it's broken on the Galaxy Playfield too. Yep. How does that get broken? I don't know. That was broken. Crappy design, I guess. Yeah. So, Stomp is this weekend. We hope to see a lot of you guys out there. New York City. We even have Chuck Webster coming. Let's have New England representation. Yes. Hopefully, we get a little bit more. I'd like to get a little more West uh, New York also, but it just looks like it's going to be. Uh, we got four people coming from Western New York. Myself, Eric Russell. I don't know which one yet. We got to look at that one. Probably see it. Probably CNY. I think CNY. Russell. He's the best. Yeah. Jason Plord and Dave Cohen. Uh, maybe was Ryan in there? Let's see. Let's see. I don't does, think Ryan. Does Zach not count? Oh, Zach. Well, Zach's Albany. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he doesn't live in Albany anyway. He lives in it, it's. He's no. half and half. Half and half. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have uh, a lot of good players coming up. I'm seeing. Oh, Andy's coming out, too. I forgot Andy's coming out. So we have five from Central New York. And... Nice. Nice. Oh, six. Ryan's coming out, too. So we do have six. So we got a lot. We actually are going to be representing. See? You got to reverse yourself now. Edit. I do. I'm a dumb idiot. Sorry, how's that? You yeah. can always use that in the thing. Yep. Uh, so repairs. Repairs. How did you make the spinners work? Um, by carefully bending them to be exactly the same as one of the spinners that worked. Okay, and now they work. Yeah, they were. I put about twenty games on them, and they did not go out of uh, 
adjustment. So I'm I'm confident they will they will be spinning just fine. Anything else? Let's see. Anything else? I went. No, I just I finished going through all the games. Yeah. No. Hopefully, um, hopefully everything holds up and there'll be no repairs for stop. Me, I actually worked on stars this week. I replaced uh, four light sockets. Do you believe GE bulbs actually go bad? Yeah, they do. I mean, they do get kind of old. The gold base 44s. <laughs> I had like six of them that were out. And then I had one just go out today, too. So I did. I replaced uh, four sockets on that. Then I went over to, uh, oh, I went to Hot Doggin. And I replaced four sockets on my Hot Doggin. They were flaky, and they've been giving me a fit for a little while. And I only have one socket that's not working. My bayonet socket in my pop bumper, my lower pop bumper, is not working. Continuity's all good there. The driver's good. I tested it out. Swapped the board. Still good. Will not flash that. So I might have to desolder and replace the whole socket there, that whole... uh, bulb for the bayonet for the 4744 style. So you're replacing your butt plug socket? Yes. Alright. And then I went to Harlem and I replaced a couple sockets on that and I reseated, I reflowed the connectors on the back of the light driver board and got a couple more lights back on. So that's all good. The next thing is going to be Paragon tomorrow. Paragon tomorrow with the, uh, we're going to try to heat to take the insert out. Though the insert thing you said you were going to fix a couple weeks ago. Yes, we're going ah. to finally do it tomorrow. All right. And then I'm going to try your your detox it. We never talked about that, did we? Oh, yeah, you got that. That's right. Yes. But uh, deto- it's called detox it. And it's like a contact cleaner. Now, what did you use to clean with it? You used uh, like fine sandpaper or? No, index paper. Index paper, okay. Yeah, no, you know, I wouldn't use sandpaper with a uh, low voltage contact. Clean. contact no. Yeah, you're no fun. Yeah, I just file them down. Yep. Yeah. Well, high voltage. And when you're when you're doing your repairs, you're going to add some ground prongs, right? Nope. <sighs> nope. Not at all. I touched my. I actually touched today. The uh, yesterday I touched the uh, hot dog next to the centaur, and mm, I sat there for like a half a minute thinking of Ron. Jingle, jingle, jingle. As you were all tingly, and you thought of me. Yes. Oh, That's kind of oh, weird. Oh, oh my. Oh, I'm just saying. I took the displays out to give to you for uh, for your 9-ball. Yeah, and the weird thing is one of my malfunctioning displays on 9-ball just decided to start working for no apparent reason. I don't get it. So I only hmm. I only put one of the new ones in there or the replacement ones. So we'll we'll see how it we'll see how it goes. Yep, we got extras. I'm trying to find a receiver. I don't know how people don't understand what receivers are. I had a guy today email me saying, yeah, I got a receiver for you. I'm like, great. You know, you know, got any pictures of it? He goes, you want it with the latches or without the latches? Like, no, I don't need a newer stern. I need an old solid state work, sir. Solid state stern. Yeah. Yeah. There's two different styles. I said, but not the new sterns. I need it from 78 to 82, 83. Oh, I thought you meant the newer sterns. No. So, used to say, I've not found my receiver yet. So, if anyone has a Stern receiver later than, like, late 78 and up, I'll take it. What else do we got? I'm looking right now. Oh, my dehumidifier issues. You deep? What does that have to do with pinball? Keeps the basement dry. Okay. My dehumidifier froze up. Now, if you look at my dehumidifier, my dehumidifier is about three feet tall by about two feet wide, by two feet deep by one foot wide. It's supposed to be able to take 80 quarts of water out a day. Well, it froze up, and now it's not been doing as much. So I uh, had the coil uh, sensor replaced, and it can only get down to like 60% humidity can't get any lower some days it goes down to 56 if it's dry out but it just cannot keep up like it used to it's only four years old not even four years old three years old yeah so kind of annoying grr 
I guess those things don't really last as long as they used to. Nothing lasts as long as they used no. to. Sounds like you need a new dehumidifier, Bruce. Not for fifteen hundred dollars again. Fifteen hundred dollars. That's how much it's. It's really heavy duty. Yeah. Okay. It's beefy like me. Yeah, mine's not nearly that expensive, and it does okay. It does okay. So what else you got? Uh, responses from episode fifty, our last episode, our grand finale uh, for. Our first 50 episodes yeah. are... If you can't tell, it tired us out. It did tire us out it a lot. It tired us out. That was like the super duper episode 50, when in reality, this is actually the year and the, you know, the first year episode. Yes. This one should be the super exciting one. But 50 sounds better. It does sound better. Sounds more impressive. Mm-hmm. And you got to hear from Lonnie Rob. That was awesome. That was awesome. He does not like you. He does not like you. I don't know why. I don't know why. You're just you're. <laughs> what have I said? Before? What have I said to him in the past? I don't know yeah. what you said. You love his God. games. I love his games. They're the best. Bruce especially loves Nibbler. Oh God! You look that uh, up. That's another Lonnie Rob game. Oh God! Ay 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 So uh, Tim Peters said, you know, hopefully he's going to come to Stomp. He's a fantastic. He wanted to pay us that day, and he says thanks for the mentions on the last podcast. I listened on the way over to fantastic, so thank you very much. We had a lot of people come up to me and came up to you, like the episode, you know, like the uh, podcast. Listen to it actually on the way over, so it's really nice to uh, hear always, and we thank you. You got the same responses, didn't you, Ron? I got the same responses. Yeah, From I did. People coming up to you and saying, "Hey, we love the podcast," and yeah, I had at least yeah, I had at least one guy. <laughs> you had two, I know that because I was with you with two. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were? Yes, Which I was. was. There was two. Okay. My mind is foggy. I'm sorry. Yikes. I, I was I too. I was too wasted. Ones. Sorry. And I was actually yeah, too wasted. I was going around the room more than Ron was. Ron was hovering around the tournament area or in a free play area at one time when we were playing Zach. Yep. Yeah, that might have been the only time I was in there for. Uh, prolonged period wow yeah i think it was I, I, I went in the free play room when we first got there but as soon as the vendor hall opened that's where i went and it's pretty much where i stayed most of the time hmm so would you like to go over the mail ball bag today the mail ball bag sure we can go over the mail ball bag oh i do want to say thank you again to jeff teolis that was yes really thanks cool. that was awesome that was him that was uh, jeff, you don't know jeff he's from uh, pinball profile Check out his uh, podcast. It's really informative and really a, a lot of fun to listen to. And my father liked it. What? Yeah. He, he liked that like? little clip. He liked the little the little clip there that Jeff so, did. Yeah. And, and he likes Jeff's voice. Like, that guy's got a great voice. He does. He's like, he does yes, radio. he's on radio. Hi. I'm George Takai. I'm George Takai. Not Takai. Come on, say my name right. I can't. Oh. <laughs> So you can do the mail ball bag today. You can you can let out all the goodness in the mail ball bag. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan from Wisconsin, not Ryan C, but Ryan from Wisconsin. He just got his dialed in number three forty six. One. Born on date was six twenty one two thousand seventeen. Setup was a breeze and not one issue out of the box. Very happy on how it went. It's my first new inbox machine. When I decided to put a deposit down on the machine, my wife needed a lot of convincing. <laughs> I had played it at Expo. Yeah, yeah, played it at Expo and Level 257 and loved it the moment I played it. I go. ended up contacting the Jersey Jack Engineering office in Illinois. They have a Jersey Jack in- Oh, okay, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yep, to take my wife there to play it. And talk to the kind people who helped make the game. After he went there and she played it, she warmed up to the idea of purchasing it. Well, now it's home and she's playing it non-stop. Which is a testament to just seeing a game is not the same as actually playing it. Hear that, Pinside? Mm-hmm. Thanks for all the time and effort put into the show. And I look forward to every Thursday. Ryan from Wisconsin. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Next is... The Pinball Princess, and another short one. Hey! Hey! Dear Slam Tilt Podcast, listening to you guys each week is truly a treat. 
your 50th episode was phenomenal. An, dun, epic, dun, dun. And then an epic worthy of that milestone. It was touching to hear how many people the Slam Till podcast has reached, as evidenced by the numerous congratulatory messages and by the equally numerous list of thank yous. Thank you, by the way, for mentioning me. You are welcome. You yes. even got the attention of Alex Jones. Amazing. Yes, that's, that was actually the most impressive one. Yes, besides Alex Jones. Some rock guy. I got to mention, I got to look that up again. I, I figure out who the hell he is. Alex Jones. The monumentous. The monumentousness. Is that a word? Maybe. The monumental. The monumentousness of the occasion brings to mind quite the poetic image. One could imagine a dimly lit room, the golden light of ambient scores just barely outdone by the shining spotlight, soft orchestral music singing in time with the sway of rose petals falling onto the stage as the crowd claps softly but sincerely. The guests of honor make their way to the floor. They step onto the stage and through staccato giggles eloquently conveying their emotion. Beavis and Butthead wonder out loud whether these accolades will get them to score. A wonderful, <laughs> wonderful scenario. Divine. Yeah, we're never going to score. Never. Never. My purple crayon is now spent. I will write a little more frankly from now on, or at least I will try to. I am glad you guys finally got to interview Ryan C., it was great to hear the voice of someone we heard a great deal of text textually on the podcast or outside of his correction on how to pronounce. Oh God. Didgeridoo. Thank you. <laughs> Good day, lads. You totally butchered that one. <laughs> yes, we did. Ryan had a great presence on the show and offered a lot of insight and opinion. I appreciate his efforts to convert the two of you to LEDs, not due to my own opinion of LEDs, but simply because of his lack of fucks to give about how solidified your opinions were. So what do you think about LEDs, Bruce? They suck. Also, I like Ryan's evolution of Ghostbusters, especially as someone for whom this theme was a dream. I would be curious to know his opinion on the Screaming Lady, if only because we all know my opinion on the Screaming Lady, and that is disproportionately large component to my opinion on Ghostbusters as a whole. Mm -hmm. And we heard a lot of that, actually, at Pintastic. Fantastic. We heard that screaming a lot. As for the listener email asked about drills, I, too, would like to know whether this is as effective as the frequency... Oh, drills as in the pinball drills. I was thinking of an actual drill. That was confusing me. Would love to know whether this is an effective, this is as effective as the frequency of hearing this piece of advice would intimate. I would surmise that if you want to learn to play pinball, play a more controlled ball rather than on the fly, doing such a thing would be helpful. On the authority of I listened to a podcast on this once, repetitive, deliberate practice on a specific component of something you want to improve on is, in fact, an effective way to improve your skills. I wish I could speak on the authority of having a machine and doing this myself, but alas, I cannot. My inability to test this further solidifies that I need my own machine, Mm -hmm. or two, or 20. That will work, too. I look forward to seeing you at Stop, which Ron has apparently already won. Have unless yes, this was did. a very realistic dream and someone else actually won. No, you won it. Remember, I told you. <laughs> when putting in results from the future, one never knows. I visualize the coming of Stomp as a series of stomping noises and a Godzilla roar. Mm. Just as fans as the of the kaiju, did I say that right? Come to anticipate the roar, so I come to anticipate the tournament. This is gonna be awesome. Channeling less Virginia Wolf player 31915. P.S. Sorry if I missed the recording. Nope. You didn't. You did not. We're now on Mondays re-recording, guys. Yes, just we're so recording you guys on Mondays, which the original plan was to mention that in every episode leading up to this one, which, of course, after the we first failed. one, I completely forgot to do. So we failed, we failed. once again. Yeah, I think we mentioned it once, like three or four weeks ago. I don't ago. think so. I think, I we, think we mentioned it the one time, and that was it. I think that's it for now. No. Oh, no. There's more. There's more. Oh. What's your favorite bit? Oh, oh, are we going to eBay? We're going to eBay. Oh, yes. I... I this, this is really, uh, honestly, my favorite part of the show. It is actually mine. And suddenly I got to try to find them. That's my problem. We'd buy that. Or We'd buy that. Would we? Okay. Uh, are you ready? I am ready. 302. 
008293. By the way, the, these these are eBay, eBay auctions. For someone who's like listening to this for the first time, going, what the hell? What the hell? Oh, what this, are these numbers? This guy again? But it's cheaper now. It's He's the getting same. down. It's the Bally Hot Dog and with all the um, hand drawn artwork on it. <clears throat> yep. As in hand drawn touch ups. Yep. Now it's down to one thousand two hundred thirty four dollars and fifty six cents. <sighs> Very cute. Yes. One, two, mean. three, four, five, six. Great. Yep. yep. Good luck, sir. <laughs> Let's move on. Next. Ticket number two nine two one seven five six zero four five four two. Hmm. Stern Dracula pinball machine. So he, he took my uh, pick last week to heart. It Let's did. see. Let's see what it looks like. It has pictures. The back glass isn't that bad. It's got a little peeling on the bottom. Yeah, but it's tough to find a good Dracula back glass. There's one on eBay for two fifty. The back glass is so much shittier than the playfield, in my opinion. The yes. playfield is awesome. Yes, the playfield has a little peeling up on the upper part. Oh yeah, in the um, in yeah the where the drop area. targets are. Right, a big pump bumper in the top, and yeah. also that lower left pump bumper. Yeah. Oh, but you mean by the dead bumper? Yes. No, by the dead bumper, and also on the lower left one. Yeah. By the, by the loop. Really nice artwork. I love the freaking skull right oh, over for the six hundred bucks. Best plastic. offer. Yeah. And it has all it's working. Yep. And Ron, it's in Pittsburgh. And oh. we're gonna be in a couple of weeks. Oh, so I could just pick that up while I'm there. Genius. See? Who looks after you, brother? Anything else? Oh yeah. Okay. You know me. Uh here we go. I'm just trying to get to it. Give me two seconds. I'm going backwards, backwards, because I was in something else. I was in my porn mode. Sorry. Get off a uh, of porn hub. Come on. Okay. Uh Ticket number 302-368-818-158. Let's see. 500 PC pinball light lamp sockets. So 500 light sockets. If it's the 47 and 44s. $225. So normally these go from... The cheapest I've ever found was a pinball resource. And they're $0.95 cents a piece. All right. These are the taller ones. The taller ones, which with, most of the valleys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, with the single. Yep. These most. actually have the single. Yeah. These like NOS or something. Maybe. But he has a 500, 250. He even sells them 100. But that's truly cheap. So Bruce would buy that. I would buy that in a second if I didn't have 100 already. <laughs> yeah. It's the one and a quarter's. Okay, Ron, another one for you. Ticket number 272-755-455-791. Another Bobby Orr's power play. Okay, this one is a project machine. It is, it is a little, it has a wear. Not a working game. Cabinet yeah, and playfield are flaking. Only boards present are lamp driver and transformer. Backlass is good except a small spot at the bottom. Needs a good deal of work. Hmm, Seven hundred bucks for that? that yeah, seems kinda, right. that seems kinda expensive. It's really that's why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I mean that's it's crack. It yeah. Oh Jesus, yeah. Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring oh, it up. Man. See, yeah. You keep going more into it and what yeah. happens. Yeah, you don't want this. Although the backlass looks alright. Except for the bottom. bottom oh, yeah, it's just missing all the boards. I mean, come on. Really? I know. All right. It makes, it makes that Dracula look like a dream, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, let's see. And I that is all. That's all I have. So we would not, we definitely would not buy the uh, Bobby Orr's power play. No, 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 no. We might buy the Dracula. I think Ron might buy the Dracula. Yeah, yeah sure. God, I wish that board had. I was telling Ron about another auction. I'll I'll let you look at it right now. Auction number two five three zero three seven six eight five four seven six. 
Let's see. Power supply for Bally and Stern Pinball. It's the transformer and the rectum board. A rectifier board. With the original board from a Stern. The original transformer from a Stern, yeah. And the board. Because if you look right next to it, where's the little, what's the thing that's missing on this board? The knocker. Oh. Okay. If it had the knocker, I would have bought it already. <laughs> oh, at the bottom, yeah, it's the the yep. whole board. Yep. Yeah, you're the right, the board. knocker's missing. Yep, if the knocker was there, it'd be, oh boy. But still a good deal if you're missing it, like you did on the, you said it on this, the uh, Sea Witch. Mm-hmm. Some douchebag sold you a bad Sea Witch. Yeah, without a knocker. Yeah. Then he gave me a knocker, but had me put it in his game instead. Our game. Oh, yeah, our game. <laughs> Another thing I want to bring up. Did you notice the hot dog and picture video I put up on my on my page? The um, Bree theme? Yes. Yeah, what was it a theme of again? Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, they used the hot dog. And... Yes, but did you actually look at the video? No, I did not look at the video. I'm going to post the video to the Slam Tilt page. He actually redesigned the game. He actually put a trailer in the back on the back right-hand corner. He put a captive ball in it. He changed the behind, like on the hot dog and on the upper left-hand side, you have the three drop targets for the multipliers, the 3X, 4X, and 5X. And then the ball loops back into the kickout saucer. He changed it so it actually loops back up to the top after you go through all the multipliers, which is kind of cool. So you get back up top both ways. He took out the four drop target bank on the left-hand side and made it a three-drop target bank, and then the ball can actually go through that and hold in the switch area back there. And he's got sound effects in it and everything, and uh, Adam Becker says it was one of his friends up in Canada that made this. Definitely, I'm going to post a video check up that so out. check that out. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. It's seven minutes, but well worth it. Does he, like, does he use sound clips from the movie? Yes, and all the... <laughs> As long as Jackie Gleason's in it, it's okay. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Oh, I did you see the picture I posted on my thing where I beat you at uh, Creature last year? Y- yeah, bite me. <laughs> Why do you have to bring that up again? Because it was just so good. It was a, a friendly thing between you and yes, me. You know, friendly. That's why I'm giving you the finger. Yes, you love me. Yeah. <laughs> Ron lost by four million. So, um. Time to pay some bills? Yeah. So don't forget to go to pinballlifter.com. Yes. For all your pinball lifter needs. Perfect. Like that? Like yes. That? See what I did there? So now you got to yes. do, you got to do like one of the ones I do. And don't forget to bring your comments to slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check us out on our Facebook page at Slam Till Podcast. And don't forget Stomp is this weekend at Ron's house. Doors open at 12. It goes from 2 to 6 for the match play. Then we'll have a little break. And then the finals. It's going to be an exciting, awesome time. It is. Guaranteed for all. Woo-hoo! Really? Really? Name yeah. the band. I couldn't tell you to save my life. Exactly. <laughs> but at least I can sing it. Woo-hoo! I think it's, I think it's <laughs> Blur. Okay. I think that was their name. <laughs> oh, and I'd like to thank uh, a couple people who put up their comments, likes on our Facebook page, and also uh, likes on iTunes. We got another positive review on iTunes. We thank did? You guys. I got to check that out. And uh, I've been listening to another pinball podcast lately. There are other pinball podcasts? Yes, we all know about Coast to Coast Pinball. We all know about that flipping podcast. And, of course, the bro show with, bro, do you even know how to pod, you know, you know, podcast. You never or, you get know. their name right. Bro, do you even talk pinball? Talk pinball. I like podcasts better. But I was listening to the Canadian pinball podcast. They only broadcast and podcast when they're going to buy a game. So you actually hear the road antics of them in the truck or car. Okay. You get a game. All right. That sounds cool. So it is actually pretty cool. And, yeah. Uh, we we got to oh, rip that off. No. no I mean, um, no, no. 
but it's really cool. I've been listening to them and give a shout out. How you doing, guys? So do they do they do like do they pick up games from the U.S. too, and they they get the whole trying to get across the border with it? No, 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 only Canada. Oh, okay, only Canada. But he was uh, he was crazy enough to buy. Uh, he's actually getting a game from uh, Spooky, and he's having it shipped to the U.S. And then he's had to deal with the border. So that should be fun for him. I can't wait to hear that one. So again, we can be found. Just Google us, Slam Tilt Podcast. We're on iTunes Google it, Google it. and Google Stitcher it, Google it. and on YouTube and on Facebook. All you got to do is search for Slam Till Podcast and there will be. And as Bruce said earlier, we can be reached at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. This has been episode 51, High Anxiety. Oh, by the way, we have a couple of guests coming on in the next couple of weeks. We do. I spotted them out. I grabbed a couple of them. Yes, yes, he did. Some are returning. And some are new. And some are new. But you'll have to tune in to see. Yeah. Good day, mate. Good day. <laughs> Say goodbye, Bruce. <laughs> goodbye, Daniel Spoiler. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my.